Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my uh, podcast. Today I want to talk about how God will take care of you, no matter what, no matter where. You know, the stuff the media reports these days is enough to scare the hide off of a moose. The economy's in trouble, unemployment is rising, gas prices are going through the roof, the current administration is pretty much a mess. I mean, if we didn't know better, we'd swear we were all going to wind up in the poorhouse by the end of the week. But we do know better. You know, as an old man, King David testified, I have never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. Yeah, God cares for his own, even in the toughest of times. Psalm 1 says this about God's child. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. As Psalm 92, 12 puts it, The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Now, I've been in many countries, and I've seen palm trees in conditions varying from the dampest rainforest to the driest deserts. It's logical that a palm tree might do well in the Amazonian rainforest, with its seven and a half feet of annual precipitation. What is difficult to comprehend is how the same tree can survive in the Peruvian Atacama, which is a desert receiving less than one inch of rain per year. But I've seen them in both places, and here's why. A palm tree's roots go very deep, all the way down through the arid sands to the water table on the rocks far below. And when you trust in Jesus as your provider, your roots go down deep too, past the shifting sands of this world's economy to the rock of ages from which the water of life perpetually springs. Yes, you're connected to the very source of abundance, so your supply can never run out. In Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, God promises, I will make a way for you in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. That's what he did for the children of Israel, who left Egypt's lush Nile Valley to traverse one of the most inhospitable environments known to humankind. The wilderness of Sinai can rival a desert anywhere. And they entered this sandy oven with no water, food, or shelter. The children of Israel believed so deeply in God's oath to bear them safely to their promised land that they stepped out into this barren wasteland on God's word alone. And he did not disappoint. He brought rivers from the rocks. He rained down food from the skies. He shaded them from the elements with a cloud and kept them in perfect health and abundance for 40 years until they arrived safely at their new home. And God can take care of you in a hostile climate too, whether it be literal political, or financial. So no matter how things might look in your life right now, you can trust in God's ability to provide for you as he did for the children of Israel. You can count on him to make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You know, back when Diane and I were first starting out in ministry, things were tight. And if any of y'all have ever pioneered a new business or started a ministry you know that sometimes that's the way it is. You start from scratch and you claw your way up to a point where things begin to run smoothly. 
But we were in the clawing our way up stage at that time, just getting started. And I mean, we lived paycheck to paycheck. And by paycheck to paycheck, I mean, since we were a traveling ministry, church offering to church offering. Now, I remember one particular weekend when I had a meeting, two meetings, Sunday morning, Sunday night, scheduled in Troy, Missouri. And since we lived at that time in Louisville, Kentucky, that would have been about a five-hour drive. And we really needed that service, both to give and to receive. Bills were coming due the following Monday, and that was the only way we had to pay them. But the weird thing about the situation was that several days before I was supposed to leave to drive up there, I started having a check in my spirit about going. Y'all know what a check in your spirit is. Some of you guys are in different countries and you may use different language, but it's that bad feeling you get down in your gut that's not your emotions. It's from the Holy Spirit saying, don't do what you're thinking about doing. God was trying to keep me from going to do that service. Remember that situation in the book of Acts where Paul was going to be taken on to Rome and he had this bad feeling in his gut about it and he told the people on the ship, we shouldn't make this trip, but they didn't listen to him because he was just a prisoner and then the plane wound up wrecking on Malta. Yeah, it was that kind of thing. I mean, I felt pretty ominous about making that trip and yet I just couldn't bring myself to cancel that service because as I said, we really needed it. So that coming Saturday morning, I got in the car and I went. And things went pretty well for about the first three hours. About the time, though, that we got to O'Fallon, Missouri area, which is east of the Mississippi River, it started to snow. And it wasn't like a pretty little Christmas snow. I mean, it was a big time snow heaving down in clumps, and it came so fast and so hard that it paralyzed traffic. Cars were going off the road, and mine was one of them. I wound up on the side of the road and could not get back. I was stuck. Now, you know, I tried to make a call to reach a tow truck, and I couldn't because they weren't even going out in that stuff. So finally, I called some friends that lived on the other side of the river, O'Fallon, Missouri, which is a St. Louis suburb. And they said, hey, we'll come and get you, and you can spend the weekend with us, whatever it takes till this snow stops. So they picked me up and took me to their house, and I spent the weekend with them, and they were so sweet and gracious to me the whole time. Well, lo and behold, Monday morning, the weather warmed up, all the snow and ice began to melt, and so we got in their car, and we drove back across the river, and sure enough, I could get my car back onto the road, and so I thanked them and waved at them and drove back to Louisville, kind of with my tail between my legs, because I knew I had not listened to the Lord's advice, and I knew I had no way to pay that bill. Yet deep in my heart, I also knew what God's Word said, that God had promised to take care of us, and I knew somehow He would do that. I just didn't know how. So I remember sitting on the couch and thinking, you know, I've done everything I can in this situation. There's nothing else I I can do. In this, I'm just going to drop the reins and let that pony run. So I got up and I went out and I started to clean off all that slushy mud from my previously snow-stopped car. 
It was just about then that my wife stuck her head out the door and she said, Hey, the church just called and pastor said they have a check for you if you want to come down and pick it up. So I got in my freshly washed car and I drove down to the church. It was only a few miles away. I'm pretty sure that they didn't know anything about everything that had just transpired or how much money we needed, but they handed me a check for exactly what we'd been believing for from that weekend service we'd had to cancel. God will take care of you. So no matter what your current financial situation might be, let me encourage you in this. Remember, Jesus himself promised in Luke 6.38 to supply everything you need. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Listen, the Bible says he even takes care of sparrows. God will take care of you. That's his promise, and you can take that to the bank. Hey, if you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe. Whatever you're on, iPhone, Google Play, whatever, just hit that subscribe button so I can give you an encouraging word, an upward on a regular basis. And they're short, 15 minutes max, perfect for when you're driving somewhere. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. God bless you.